Hello, and welcome back to We Are the Weirdos, Mister, the podcast for all things cult, camp, queer, and creepy. I am your host, Hilary Michelle Post, and I am joined today by my sister, Lacey Mason. Hi, Lacey. Hey. So, uh, last episode, Julie and I talked about Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf, which holds an even greater cult status than its predecessor, Howling 1. So sticking to that theme, today we are going to be talking about Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, which is so batshit insane that it is one of my favorite horror sequels of all time. <laughs> the shit and, you do for your family. That's all I'm going to say. Lacey is such a trooper. God bless her. Like, I, we don't watch the same kind of no. Well, that's not true. Half of this show is like you and I talking about movies we loved growing up. That's true. That's true. Sometimes I think that's why you pick them, just because you know I'll do them. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I try to to be completely uh, honest. You are the person I go to if there's a movie that I'm like, I need someone who's going to be a real trooper about this. Not that like Julie and Heather and my other friends wouldn't be, but like I know that you love me. <laughs> Well, I'm glad because I question myself all the time. I'm like, what the hell do I have to contribute to any of this? And I'm like, because oh, yeah. You're funny. <laughs> Dick and fart jokes. I got it. <laughs> so we're oh, here goodness. to talk about CC2 electric boogie. <laughs> Which is what Lacey has referred to this all week. <laughs> uh, I mean, nothing else. The title alone makes this movie Chef Kiss. Like, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that you've never seen Prom Night. No, I I was like, Sam, have you seen Prom Night? He's like, yeah. I was like, tell me about it. He's like, uh. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, it has nothing to do with this one. So. <laughs> That's what I figured. That's yes. Um, this movie was originally written and filmed as The Haunting of Hamilton High. Um. The title was changed to Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 by the Samuel Goldwyn Company, who purchased it and decided to market it as a sequel for no, like, when I say it has nothing to do with it, I mean, it has nothing to do with it. Prom Night is a slasher, and this is a paranormal film. Like, they have nothing in common except prom. (laughs) I mean, the name is catchy. Yeah. They got that. Um. The similarities to the original Prom Night, um, the few that there are, any references were added in with reshoots. They did a bunch of reshoots to kind of tie it in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I I wish this movie, I feel like if this movie had come out on its own accord and not as a sequel, it would have fared better. Um, I mean, it didn't fare financially regardless, but um, I feel like it would be remembered more fondly because it is so cuckoo bananas. <laughs> that was exactly the term that I used. What, <laughs> what is this cuckoo banana shit? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny too, because it's like, the thing about this movie is you can either look at it as derivative or referential. I can't really decide which it is. Um, 
because it's Carrie meets Nightmare on Elm Street meets The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> I mean, I talk a lot of shit, and I will for the next hour, but <laughs> I I can't say I hated it. And judging by my notes, there aren't many. I must have really paid attention to it. <laughs> that's good. I mean, there's something crazy going on on screen at, like, all times, so there's a lot to unpack. Um, and my notes aren't, like, super neat either, because a lot of time, a lot of my notes are just, like, like it was for Howling 2. Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what's happening right now, but we'll roll with it. Yeah, mine are just basically reactions to what I'm seeing on the screen. <laughs> I got my coffee, and we're ready to do this. Okay. So the movie starts in 1957. Um, we're in a confessional booth. And I'm just going to put this out there. This is my, might be my favorite opening scene to a movie ever. I I'll have never... to agree because it hooked me. I was like, oh, shit. Right? <laughs> so Mary Lou um, is in a confessional booth talking to a priest. And she's talking about her many sins and how she disrespects her parents. She's the Lord named in vain. And she's had carnal relations with many boys many times. And he's like, well, you have to repent, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, the worst, the worst part is I loved every, I loved minute, every of it. minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> and she has written her phone number in lipstick. Uh, for a good time, call Mary Lou and her phone number on the confessional booth. Oh, iconic. Iconic. She's pretty hot, too. Oh, yeah. Crazy hot. And the phone number that Mary Lou writes on the confessional booth was actually the screenwriter's home phone number at the time. But <laughs> fortunately, according to him, no one ever called it. So that's good. Not well, good and bad. Good no, that bad it didn't because if it had been, you know, a good movie, everybody would have called that. <laughs> yeah, if it had fared better, it probably would have gotten some phone calls. So, um, now we see Mary Lou at prom. She is with her date Billy, um, and he Billy has given her a ring with her initials on it, and they're all cutesy and everything. You gotta set the stage. This is not a senior prom. This is a senior citizen prom. There is, <laughs> there is no one in this movie under the age of 47. None. <laughs> a senior citizen prom. Yeah, that always cracks me up because they have like the younger version of Billy and then the older version of Billy played by Michael Ironside and they look the same age. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Like, young Billy already has a receding hairline. It's like, oof. Um, but she asks Billy to go get her some punch. So while he's away, she sneaks backstage with this guy, Buddy, and they're fooling around. And Billy catches him. And is, uh, you know, rightfully distraught. And Mary Lou does not give two shits. <laughs> She's We've just... been pinned for a year. You never put your face there with me before. <laughs> he goes to the boys' room to pout. And while he's in there, there's a couple kids um, talking about how they're going to plant a stink bomb. 
Um, but a teacher comes in and they hide the stink bomb in a trash can and scurry away so they don't get busted. Um, so Billy takes the stink bomb with him. And Mary Lou gets called on stage because she won prom queen, which of course she did because she's been, you know, blowing the entire school. So she's popular. (laughs) Um, so she goes up on stage to accept her uh, crown and cape. Um, but the girl like can't get the, the cape untied. So she can't put it on her. So she's like, just give me the crown. So the girl goes back to get the crown, but before she can put the crown or the cape on her, um, Billy lights the stink bomb and drops it down on stage. Unfortunately, Mary is wearing the most flammable dress ever made, ever. And the stink bomb lights her dress on fire. And every time I watch this movie, I just scream at the screen. I'm like, stop, drop, and roll, bitch! Like, oh, I know. That was us, too. Come on. Come on. She just stands there and screams. And nobody does anything no one tries to, like, grab a blanket and, like, put it over her. No one gets a fire extinguisher. Everyone just stands there. The only watch. effort made is, what's his, one of the bees, Buddy, maybe? Oh, one yeah. The, he takes yeah. his coat and, like, wafts it at her once. Oh, that, that's <laughs> not going to work. Okay. They just stand there and watch her roast. They just stand there and watch her. And she fucking burns to death in front of everybody. But not before looking up in the rafters and seeing Billy up there so she knows it's Billy's fault. My absolute favorite part of this movie is Buddy on the steps beating his fist over and over again. No! Right in front of her as she burns like there's nothing he can fucking do. Go get an extinguisher something. And it's like the most cheesy, dramatic scene of him pounding his fist and they show it like two or three times throughout the movie. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Poor buddy. So the whole school just watches her burn. Could you imagine how traumatic that would be? Yeah. That'd be rough. And they're lucky that she didn't like run and set the curtains on fire and burn the whole place to the ground. No shit. <clears throat> um so Mary Lou dies, um, and then we jump ahead thirty years later. And we meet our main character, Vicky. And Vicky lives with her crazy parents. Her dad seems okay, but she has like a super Christian-y mom who's like clearly supposed to be a take on Carrie's mom from Carrie. Yeah. And she's a total bitch. And um, Vicky mentions that she wants to go buy a new prom dress for senior prom. But her mom's like, well, you ha- you can just wear that old green dress that you have. And... <laughs> is a total bitch about it. Um, but she also does not particularly care for Craig, who is Vicky's boyfriend, who rides a motorcycle. So clearly he's a bad influence because he has a motorcycle. <laughs> That's just shorthand in every movie. Give him motorcycle. Done. Right. right. Um, so Craig picks her, Vicky up and before driving to school, they stop by a diner to get some coffee. And, um, uh, Vicky made comments on uh, Craig putting a bunch of sugar in his coffee, and he, she's like, "That stuff will kill you." Which I've never seen a high schooler have such strong opinions on coffee or on sugar, but okay. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and Craig gives Vicky a 
new necklace. It's a gold cross, um, which I think is kind of sweet, mm-hmm. you know, to like not just just not just giving her a gift, but giving her something that like means something to her as opposed to just like some generic. Yeah, right. Um, there's never a payoff with that cross either. It's such a weird thing. Like you'd think it would come into play later when she's she's possessed, but it nothing. That cross is no, never really seen again. I think it's all just supposed to frame who she is: the goody goody, the don't eat sugar, the you know, yeah. forty-five year old pretending to be seventeen. <laughs> Vicky's not that bad. Okay. Let's just put two little braids in everybody's hair, and that'll make us look twelve. It's what good. is with the braids? I hate it. She Thanks, looks like a gelfling. She like yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <God. laughs> oh man. And I hate to. I mean, I wasn't alive in the eighties. I don't know. This is a year before I was born. But like, Vicky, because Vicky is in the running to be prom queen. So in theory, she's popular. And yes, I guess she's just popular like that. Yes, we did. Yes, they all did. Why? Like they work on safari. I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, though, right? I know like what the you're way she because I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> she doesn't like dress or seem like someone who would be like the popular girl in school. I don't know. I guess it's just because she's nice. She's just. Yeah. Um. She that's it's that hair though. Like it's too juvenile. Yeah. Well, apparently she needs it because according to Lacey, she looks 45 years old. <laughs> she does. Sorry. She's got a lot of hair, though. She's lucky. She's got a lot. Lots and lots, yeah. <clears throat> um, so we see Vicky in her science class and Josh is giving a science presentation um, about the potato radio that he made. And he makes a joke about his work going down in the annals of history and about how anal hurts. It's just some juvenile stupid joke. Um, and while Josh is up front presenting, Monica and Vicky are in class talking and <laughs> Monica's complaining that no one will ask her to prom. God, Monica's the worst. And there's a lot of dumb bitches in <laughs> So Monica's like, no, no, I don't have a date to prom. No one will ask me to prom. And then a guy right that second is like, hey, Monica, can we talk after school? And she's like, fuck off. <laughs> no, she says, she says, get lost, asshole. And it's like, Monica. <laughs> but that's a perfect example of how so many girls are. Yeah. So many girls are like that. We're just like, why am I single? Because you hate everybody. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, that's fine. Have standards, but don't complain. <laughs> Um, is your computer okay? <laughs> I don't hear anything. I guess I'm just numb to it. At this <laughs> oh, God. Um, so Billy is now Bill, uh, Michael Ironside, and he is the principal of the school, and he is also Craig's dad. So we get a little scene of them talking about Craig's future to establish that relationship. And Craig tells Bill that he plans on, he doesn't want to go to college, um, at least not straight away. He wants to take a gap year and he wants to get a job. And as it was in previous generations, well, you're going to destroy your future because the only option is college. 
which was, I'm glad that generations now are starting to realize the college is a fucking bullshit about 75% of the time. Yeah. But, um, they have their little argument and then go their separate ways. So now we've established Bill is Craig's dad. Um, <laughs> we meet Dickie's other friend, Jess, who's the note for Jess. All I have is holy moly. <laughs> that hair, man. Like, I know it's 1987, but holy shit. Jess has some big hair. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't even, I was trying to find a comparison. I couldn't think of anything. It's like if the lead singer of The Cure got electrocuted. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, Doc <laughs> um, Brown and Beekman had a baby? <laughs> oh, Beekman. Good reference. Um, but Jess is leaving school for a little while. She has a doctor's appointment. And, um, but before she leaves, they're, her and Vicky are talking about um, prom dresses. And Jess mentions maybe checking out the what the drama department has. Since Jess's mom, or Vicky's mom won't let her go shopping, maybe she can find something in the costume shop that she can wear, which is a good idea. Um, so, Vicky's rival for the crown is this bitch, Kelly. And she's in the hallway bragging about her new dress. This it's like red salsa dress with the black polka dots and a bow on the shoulder and blah, blah, blah. Um, Kelly's our token asshole of the movie. And uh, so Vicky takes Jess's suggestion and she goes down to the basement to look through the costumes. Which, by the way, is there no light switch downstairs because she's just roaming around in the dark. <laughs> so no, like, there are no days. So I'm just going to go down there like that and be like, oh. Yeah, no, <laughs> no way. Not like, only is it stinky, like wouldn't you think everything that would be down there would be like yucky and stinky? Probably. Like it's either going to be mothbally or like smell like the last student who wore it. Because I speak from theater experience, not everything necessarily gets cleaned. Um, at least not in high school level. <laughs> um, I'm just imagining. Like, do you remember the horrible like garbage bag? material choir dresses that we had. Can you imagine wearing one of those to prom? No. The bane of my existence. Like I cried every time I had to put something like that in. <laughs> no, you know what I, that did? That that made me become a better singer so I could get into audition choir. I'm like, listen, I was like the only sophomore in audition choir because I'm not putting that trash bag dress back on. Give me <laughs> a fancy velvet ugly dress like the rest of these bitches are about coming back. I never got to have a fancy velvet dress because by the time I got into audition choir, we had moved on to robes. We just all wore robes. Well, fucking a! That's yeah. sweet. I mean, they're a step up from the garbage bags, but they were a step down from the pretty velvet dresses, which I'm sure <laughs> there never was even one that would have fit me anyway. Oh um, no, I I had to have mine special made. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's like, damn, these are expensive. I'm like, because you made a big kid. <laughs> I got to take like three of her dresses and make more dress. Oh, God. We took the um, ugly black dresses and we cut them 
and turned them into maids uniforms for our production of Annie. Oh, so they were fun. they were recycled. Um anyway, where was I? Oh, okay. Vicky's in the basement looking for a dress. Um, and she finds this old trunk, and inside she finds the crown and the cape that was supposed to go to Mary Lou. And so she takes she takes uh, that all that stuff upstairs with her. Um, Bill, we see a shot of Bill going to the church to see Buddy, who is now a priest. He's Father Cooper. Um, he just pulls up to the up to the church, just looks sees Billy or sees Father Cooper, and they just kind of look at each other, and then Bill drives away. Um, to be honest. I can't, I don't know if for the first time I watched this, how I figured out that Buddy was now the priest. Like, they don't just, they just give you that shot as if you're just supposed to figure it out on your own. Yeah, I don't know what was said between them where I figured it out, but the whole thing is just bizarre. Like, (laughs) the guy working at the school is just, blows my mind. What, Billy? Yeah. Yeah. You'd think something that traumatic you would, like, want to fuck off forever, but no. He's just like, oh, I'm going to be principal. Is he not a killer, though? I mean, are we just going to overlook the fact that she died? I, I guess. that Yeah, like, no one was ever held responsible. I My guess is that no one ever knew, except Mary Lou, that it was Bill that was up there that did it. Maybe. And I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he was going to, he was like, I'm going to light this bitch on fire. I think he just meant to throw a stink bomb. Yeah. Um, but we see Vicky in art class. Um, and so I forget what they're talking about. Something is said that like sets Jess off. I think everyone's just talking about prom and Jess is like, this is fucking stupid and not important and I hate everybody. And she storms off um, and hides in the bathroom. So Vicky goes to follow her. And um, Jesse, Jess reveals to Vicky that she is pregnant and the father of the baby has like ghosted her. Um, so later that night, Jess is all alone in the art room. And Vicky has left the cape and the crown in the art room. And Jess tries to pry the jewel out of the crown which is a fucked up thing to do anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> ignoring the fact that this stuff is, actually happens to be haunted. It's just be like, I'm going to destroy this nice crown for my art project. Um, but she puts on the cape and tries to pry the jewel off the crown. And they're haunted by Mary Lou's spirit. So she gets strangled by the cape. And it drags her across the room to a paper cutter. And you think for a second she's going to get her head chopped off by a paper cutter, which would have been awesome. Yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> right? <laughs> those things terrify me. I hate those things. I always hated having to use those things when I was being like a teacher's assistant. They Are you shitting me, me? That room with all the paper and the cutters and the... That was the reason I was a teacher's aide. Are you shitting me? <laughs> you never were worried about cutting yourself? Fuck no. I would, I would like stop at people's rooms. Do you need anything cut up? I will cut anything you need up. I loved using it. 
Uh, there's the satisfying though that like <laughs> when you get like a good cut through a lot of paper. Yes. They probably don't even make those things anymore. There's probably a safer way that they <laughs> that teachers do that. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, all teachers just have crickets and crickets. shit. And- <laughs> exactly. Um, but I guess the ghost of Mary Lou thinks better of it. And she's like, no, I'm not going to cut her head off because I want it to look like suicide. So she strings Jess up from the ceiling and strangles her and then throws her out ass out the window. <laughs> and Which, I, it's weird. And I don't know how I feel about it. Like she kills the pregnant chick right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not oh, yeah. fucking around. Like, <laughs> you know, right off the bat, this bitch is going to take them all out. Oh, yeah. Like, what kills me is, it's ruled a suicide. The next morning, they find her, and it, no one thinks anything of it. They're just like, well, she was pregnant, and she killed herself. But, like, if you did an autopsy, and they were like, well, it looks like she died from strangulation, but then somehow managed to jump out the window afterwards, it just makes no sense. <laughs> Right. Can't tug too hard on those threads. But um uh we have we see Jess's funeral. Um and then I have a note that we see Vicky and Kelly argue. I can't remember what they are they argue about. They're just I don't know, they're rivals, they hate each other, and Kelly's always a bitch. So something happens and they argue. Um but Vicky starts getting these really creepy visions. Um, which are some of my favorite sequence of the movie. Her visions are so creepy. Um, she just keeps, she keeps hearing Mary Lou's name and she sees like dead bodies and stuff. The school gets all creepy. It's all very Nightmare on Elm Street-esque. Um, but that evening... She's at dinner with her parents um, and she gets college forms in the mail and she ends up arguing with her mom because just like Craig, she wants to take like a gap year um, to work, which I'm sure is just Craig's influence, but whatever. Um, Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. We all have those moments of just like, I'm going to change my entire future because of this guy. Um, But her mom like shuts it down real quick um, and her mom starts praying and Vicky is still getting these weird visions. So she like hears voices when her mom pray- prays um, and she goes to her room and Vicky like very conspicuously doesn't wear makeup, but she sits down at her vanity and puts makeup on and her reflection winks at her and it freaks her out. So we can slowly see she's slowly starting to become possessed, um, which I think is smart that it's like a slow, it helps pad the mm-hmm. runtime at least. It's not just like instantly, oh, I'm possessed. Um, Jess, or I wrote Jess when I met Josh. Josh and Monica uh, talk about possibly going to prom together, but it's a very like, well, we'll both be there and no one needs to know that we're there together and blah, 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 blah. Um, then we see gym class. <laughs> Kelly 
beams Vicky in the head with a volleyball. And which makes her like pass out and she has another creepy vision. And like the volleyball net turns into a spider web and tangles her all up. And she wakes up screaming, I'm not Mary Lou. And the principal, Bill, hears her say that and realizes, and he goes downstairs and find, realizes that the cape and crown are gone. So Bill is starting to put shit together. Which is funny because later when Buddy talks to him, he's like acting like he doesn't believe in any of it. But he's from the get go. He's tracking what's going on. You know what I mean? No shit. And not only does he notice there's creepy shit going on in the basement, but he's letting the kids go down there and get into it. Why did they keep it? <laughs> Why did they keep it at all? Let alone in a... I guess I'm too paranoid about that kind of stuff. How of like buried it with her or set I mean, it on I fire? I kind of feel like at the end of it, it kind of becomes clear that... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much I can say That he needs the closure. Yeah. Well, we'll circle back. Um, did you skip over the fucking horse? The horse? What was a horse? Excuse me? The freaking... Oh, no, no, we're not there yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking of like an actual horse. I was like, whose horse is that? <laughs> okay. Um, so, mom, uh, Vicky's mom sends her to confession. Um, and she confesses to Father Cooper that she's having visions of Mary Lou. Um. So now Father Cooper is in on the loop. Now he knows something weird is going on. Um, and then we see back at Bill's house, he has a, a picture of like their graduating class that has a picture of Mary Lou in it. And he burns it in the fireplace. So he's all freaked out about this Mary Lou stuff coming up. And um, that after it cracks or. Oh, yeah. I think it like cracks on its own and it falls down. She, he's like, oh, she shit. mad or something about something. Maybe it was like, during the gym fight or something, but. She gets pissed and it cracks like right over her face. Which is spooky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would burn it too. <laughs> Good call. If something like that happened, I'd be like, okay, we're just going to burn this with hellfire <laughs> and pretend it didn't happen. Um, so Vicky is in her room that night. And Vicky is an artist and she has a, a it's like sketch pad. Where she has been drawing a picture of herself. A not very good one. But that's beside the point. <laughs> it's not very good. You gotta start um, somewhere. Yeah, it's true. Better than I could do. I don't know who I'm talking What I'm talking about. I can't fucking draw more shit. Um, but the drawing of herself turns into a drawing of Mary Lou. Which is extra creepy considering she has she doesn't even know what Mary Lou looks like at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. And she has this, like, rocking horse in her room that looks like a carousel horse. Like, this really ornate, really big rocking horse. Who at 18 has one of those in their room, by the way? Oh, totally. This has to be, like, reshoot stuff. This has to be, like, we gotta make, we gotta put more weird shit in here. Um, It's cool, though. Like, if you're going to have a rocking horse, it's, like... You always see rocking horses for, like, babies that are, like, itty-bitty. You very yeah. rarely see a rocking horse as big enough for an 18-year-old, which is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, but it becomes possessed. And, mm-hmm. like, its its tongue starts coming out and it's all creepy. And um, then Vicky's bedsheets, like, 
slam over top of her and pin her to the bed. And she's getting, like, molested by her bed sheets. Like, you see imprints of hands instead of groping her. It's very weird. Um, I don't even remember then, that. I just remember being, like, the horse's eyes were moving and I was freaking losing it. Yeah, at least he was probably Homer screaming. I was, and I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> Um, and like hands come out of the mirror and it's all very creepy. Um, and I think, I think like her parents hear her scream or something. Or that might be at a different part. I don't know. Um, creepy shit happens in her room a bunch. All of the, all of Vicky's visions and stuff kind of start blending together. Um, but Vicky goes for a walk and she runs into Father Cooper. And she asks if he believes in ghosts. Um, he is all freaked out now. So he like tries to do it. He tries to exercise Mary Lou back to the grave. He like lights a bunch of candles and stuff in the rectory and is doing this whole exorcism thing. And um, then he visits Mary Lou's grave and is like trying to exercise at her gravesite, and his Bible catches on fire. Um, so the next day, Father Cooper goes to visit Bill. Are you still there? Mm-hmm. Okay. You, <laughs> I couldn't hear your uh, computer hum, so I was scared for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> Father Cooper goes to visit Bill and tries to warn him about Mary Lou's spirit. Um, <laughs> and this is where you saw what you saw. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Only because of the experience that we had. So they're having this conversation. I don't even know what the hell they were saying to each other. <laughs> talking, to, talking about Mary Lou in the past. And they're standing on opposite ends of the room. And right in the very middle of it, the room just slowly comes down. It's not like the frame moved. The guy just falls asleep or something. And just moves slowly into the shot. Never leaves the shot. And my husband and I both at the same time, our arms just goes up like E.T. style following it. And then we looked at each other and just started fucking cracking up. But I'm like, Hillary, did you not see it? I don't know how she didn't see it, but she was watching the Nornatini thing. So. I yeah I totally did notice it and I've Lacey gave me the timestamp and I tried to find it on a, um, a copy that's on YouTube and I I totally didn't see it I was looking I was was paying too close attention to the actors' faces I think well, I just thought they just it was just so blatant like sometimes you'll see it and it'll pop in and then pop out and then they're like screw it just leave it but this was just like eh, what can you do. <laughs> They're probably like, they, did you only have, like, one take of each scene to choose from? You didn't have any coverage? Okay. Yeah, cool. this, was, this was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Bill, even though all this weird stuff is going on and he knows weird shit is going on, Bill, like, throws the priest out and won't listen to him. Which is dumb. Um, Craig picks up Vicky and they go to the diner before school like they usually do to get coffee. And she puts sugar in her coffee, which is very unlike her. So Craig asks her what's wrong. And she's just like, blows him off. Um, 
Kelly, Vicky's rival, goes to Josh, who is in charge of, like, the new um, computer system that they're going to use to tally the prom votes. It's going to be all computerized this year for the first time, I assume for the first time. And um, so Kelly offers to pay him to rig the vote so she wins, which is so sad. Like, how pathetic do you have to be? No shit. Um, I don't even remember who our prom queen was. Because I didn't go to senior prom. I went to my junior prom. Huh. You didn't didn't go to any prom, did you? No. Hell no. Did you want to at all? Um. Part of me did my senior year. Kind of. And my senior year, I actually had two different dates. But I, I wanted a dress. And of course, you're fat. And it's the year 2000. And you can't find one. And... <laughs> I tried to order one from Hot Topic and it never got there in time and I said fuck it. All right, there you go. Oh. I know. I went my junior year because my boyfriend at the time wanted to because he was a freshman at the time and him and his best friend who I had set up with my friend they were the two only freshmen at prom that year and they thought they were the shit. Um, Wait a minute. You were a junior and he was a freshman? You don't remember that? No! Yeah, his freshman. You dirty, dirty girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, big deal. He was gay. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um, but, yeah, he, I mean, he was super gay. And he, like, picked everything. He told me what colors he wanted, everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, that being said, we looked bomb. <laughs> we looked amazing. <laughs> I had um, a white sparkly dress and then all of our accessories and he had a regular black tux but all of our accessories were burgundy so my corsage was a burgundy rose and his vest was burgundy and I did my nails dark red and all that stuff um we looked fly and then for after prom we went into like a church lock-in which is like the lamest thing you could possibly do for prom night well especially if your boyfriend didn't want to touch you yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all my friends um, really loved it, but it was just like freaking big orgies and stuff. I swear to God, oh, that's God. all it was. Not with my nerdy ass friends. <laughs> I hung with the wrong crowd. And we by the wrong crowd, I meant the good crowd. Exactly. <laughs> and then senior year, instead of going to prom, I went, I took a free trip with BPA to Florida, which I thought was a better deal. All of my friends made such a big deal about it. Just like, oh, but you're going to miss prom. I'm like, okay pay to go to prom alone because i was single at the time or go to florida and stay at a disney resort and go to universal studios for free hmm hmm you think (laughs) it's a toughie um anyway (laughs) hello mary lou electric boogaloo where was i oh so kelly tries to bribe bribe josh into rigging the prom queen vote um, and she offers him a lot of money, but he refuses. And he kind of implies, like, maybe you can give me something else. And she's like, well, go fuck yourself. And she leaves. Um, in class, Monica gives Vicky her dad's copy of the 57 yearbook so that Vicky can look up Mary Lou. Um, and she, she looks up Mary Lou's picture and she screams at it. She's like, what do you want? <laughs> um, 
And then she hallucinates that Kelly is Mary Lou and just fucking smacks her across the face, which Kelly deserved anyway. So. Right, right. <laughs> knocks the, the shit out of her. Um, so Vicky gets attention. Um, and this is the coolest scene. This is the best. I agree. This is so rad. So she is hallucinating like weird shit happening to the chalkboard. So she goes up to the chalkboard and she gets sucked into the chalkboard. But the way they filmed it was they made a pool. So the chalkboard looks like it becomes like liquid and sucks her in and have this, has these hands coming out and there's like letters floating in it. And all they did was make a pool and filmed it to look like it was vertical. Um, which is pretty like simple shit, but it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, there's like a big whirlpool whirlpool and it just completely sucks Vicky in. And like how possession and everything works in this movie makes no sense. Because it goes back and forth all the time. Don't so is get it like me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> we'll get more into it towards the end because it just goes off the rails. Um so now Vicky is like full on possessed. Um, and she goes to confession and asks through the confessional, she's like, Will you father, will you forgive me? And then she's like, Will you fuck me? And he's like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then she Mary Lou slash Vicky burst busts through the confessional, completely shatters it, and murders him with a crucifix. So badass. Very badass. Um not that I condone, you know, priest aside, but it's pretty cool. I, th- I think she, like, shoves the crucifix down his throat or something. It's something rad. Yeah. Um, and then Vicky slash Mary Lou comes to school the next day, and she's, like, dressed very 50s. She has on, like, saddle shoes and a skirt and a little sweater and her hair pulled back and wearing makeup. And, um, to, like, fully illustrate that it's Mary Lou. Um, and people make comments on it, but she's just like, yeah, whatever. And she's like speaking in 50s slang. It's very, you know, apparent that something weird is going on. Nobody says that anymore. (laughs) They get so hung up. I love that in movies when there's like a big period divide and you have to like be really heavy handed to illustrate it. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but Vicky's in chemistry class with Monica. And the chemistry teacher grabs her ass. Which makes me wonder if that's something he does normally. Or if this is just, he just picked the wrong day to be a perv. Right. Um, I, I kind of thought of it as like, there was just something about her. You so know, yeah, that Mary Lou energy. That, yeah, yeah, that drew him in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But um, Mary Lou uses her powers to make a Bunsen burner scorch the chemistry teacher's crotch. I could think of some high school teachers I would have loved to do that too. Oh, I, I, I actually thought of two at that exact moment. <laughs> I only had one that was pretty bad. I'll um, say it. Buzzner. You probably didn't even have Buzzner. Uh, I don't know. Did I? I don't think so. You would remember. Trust. <laughs> Mine was a, a math teacher. That was awful. Red nose? Yeah. Bastard! 
God, I hate him. I yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm glad he. I'm kind of glad he was a perv because it's the only way I passed that class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at math. I'm really bad at math. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> so um, later in the locker room after Jim, um, Monica and Vicky are like the only people left. And Monica calls Vicky out on being weird. And she just kind of like it blows her off. And so they argue a little bit and then Monica storms off and gets in the shower. And then Vicky gets naked. Naked, just- naked, naked. Super naked, like full front. We see her in her all for glory, and she's fully naked for the rest of this scene. Um, she goes into the showers to like apologize to Monica, and she like plays playfully kisses her on the cheek, and then she kisses her again on the other cheek, and then on the forehead and her nose. And Monica's excuse me, Monica starts getting freaked out. So Monica grabs a towel and throws it around her and runs away and is like hiding from Vicky because she's like something weird is going on. And Vicky stalks her naked through the locker room. And someone had like... It's a cool scene. I think I changed my mind. This one's my favorite. <laughs> well, I would say, is it because she's naked? But you're not me, so... Yeah, it's not um, that. <laughs> um, but someone had like locked the rear exit. And so um, Monica couldn't get out. And so Monica hides in a locker. And Vicky slash Mary Lou uses her powers to crush her. She says, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. And then it just caves in on itself and all this gooey, gummy, yucky shit comes out the slot. Oh, It's so gross. Like, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, Monica is now goo. (laughs) She just turned, like, shoved, (laughs) like, shoved hamburger meat out through the slots or something. It's so, it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. It was so pink. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I loved it. And then Vicky leaves the locker room and just puts a out of order sign on the door so like no one will find her body. Um. Then Vicky, which did you notice she's wearing a completely different outfit after gym than she was before? No, I was still thinking about her forty-five-year-old butt walking around naked. (laughs) It's so mean. It's not mean. I mean, okay, maybe she's not 45, but like no 17 year old girl has the hips and the cellulite that that kid had. <laughs> uh, shit, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I mean, not, not in that way. No, it's just different. <laughs> I think she looked good. Oh, yeah. I'm and that was, bad. that was that actress's first and only nude scene that she ever did. The director said that she was a real trooper about it. She was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and it was like several days of filming that. And she was naked in front of this whole crew of men. She's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I just, I don't think that would be an issue for me if I didn't have like body issues. Sometimes yeah. I think that's why God made me fat. So I didn't just walk around like, look at this. <laughs> God, I'm really going to want to use that as like a promo quote. <laughs> For this episode, and I know I can't. It's not appropriate, but why? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Who would I offend? <laughs> Look at these titties! 
they'll do. They'll click on it. They'll be like, how? How do I look at these kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. So, Nikki, <laughs> now in a completely different outfit, um, she grabs Craig and drags him to um, what I presume to be a set for drama club. There's a bed on stage. She drags him to this bed and fools around with him. And then she ends up knocking him out. Um, because like he can tell that something's wrong, that it's not really Vicky. So she knocks him out. Um, he, it cuts to Bill's office and Bill is having a nightmare about Craig and Mary Lou. Um, and when he wakes up, Vicky is in his office and she, um, what does she do? I didn't even write down what she does. She like climbs up on his desk and gets in his lap and like threatens Craig and freaks them all out, which he has a lot of self-control because I would have wanted to smack the piss out of her, but you can't <laughs> right. at this point. He knows, he knows that it's Mary Lou. Um, she said something when she leaves the room. She says like he was a good one or something, almost making it think that he wasn't alive anymore. Mm-hmm. Totally freaks him out. And her like, her, she always says, "See you later, alligator." And they like frame it to be like this creepy thing when it's just like the dumbest saying ever. <laughs> right. Um. So now we're back in Vicky's room, and she's like all dressed for prom. And I might be wrong, but I feel like. I don't know if they literally did or if they just did it figuratively, but it looks like they turned the cape into the dress. Because the dress yeah, looks I like the cape. figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, but she's riding her possessed rocking horse. His weird old tongue is all wiggling out of there. It's very, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, like, the tongue out of the phone type thing. It's that. It's that image. You know what's funny? That part doesn't bother me at all. But those eyeballs opening, I was like, oh, God, here it comes, here it comes. And I knew it was going to happen. Well, you, you have, like, a weird thing about, like, an inanimate object coming to life, though, don't you? Yeah. That's, like, my biggest thing, and I have no idea why. Um, what was I? I was watching something the other day, and I was like, this would wig Lacey out. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It's going to bug me now. Um, <laughs> I love... Do a Homer scream to illustrate to people what we mean by Homer scream. I, don't, I can't just do one. <laughs> it has to come from a real place. It does. <laughs> but that's what we always say. It's like, let's do a Homer scream and... <laughs> Um, so Vicky is riding her possessed rocking horse. She's all dressed up for prom. And then her dad comes in. And she makes out with him. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and he, just, he lets her. Yeah, he doesn't fight her at all. Like, tongue in mouth. Not just like an awkward kiss your dad on the lips on accident type sort of thing. She has her tongue down his throat and he is clearly into it it's horrifying and all i could think was okay this just has to be the whole you know mary lou thing he's being possessed it's not his dad's like hey you look <laughs> and the mom comes in 
And of course, she yells at Vicky. Uh huh. Not the dad. I would have Jezebel. started. Jezebel. Yeah, I would have like bludgeoned that man to death if I walked in and seen him and my daughter kissing. Even if she had initiated it, I would kill that man. But she kind of just stands there and watches for a second. Yeah. Ooh. Ugh. So Vicky just like walks past her and she's yelling at her and screaming at her. And fucking Vicky uses her magic mind Mary Lou powers and blasts that bitch through the front door. And there's that great shot of, like, before anything even happens to her, I guess she's just kind of, like, pinned to the door. And she just screams and there's, like, a crash zoom (laughs) to her face. (laughs) And then she goes flying through the door. The door shatters and explodes and she just goes flying. Um, Then we see Bill nursing Craig. And Craig wakes up from being knocked out and he's frantic. He, he He's like, I have to find Vicky. And so Bill picks up a shoe and just knocks that poor kid back out. <laughs> he's just like clubs him up to the side of the back of the head. What so that he, kind of shoe was that? <laughs> it wasn't a sneaker. That's for damn sure. Because uh-uh, he didn't even, it didn't look at least like he even hit him that hard. Yeah. Craig just has like the skull of a baby. It's just all <laughs> soft. If he didn't before, he does now. Um, so Bill knocks him back back out and he goes, I don't know what he thinks this is going to accomplish, uh, but he goes to dig up Mary Lou's grave. I was so angry. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Yeah, like, what is this going to accomplish? Right. Like, <laughs> learn a book. That's not how possession works. <laughs> Um, but when he gets to her, gets to her a coffin, when he opens it up, Father Cooper's body is inside and Mary Lou's body is not. And so Bill like sits there and like holds Buddy's body weeping. It's actually kind of sad. It is sad. Um, so Craig wakes back up again and he calls Vicky's house. And I love that Vicky possessed Vicky took the time. To change the outgoing <laughs> message. <laughs> she's making out with her dad. She's blowing her mom away. And then she takes him the time to change the outgoing message. Um, and it's just, I don't know, Mary Lou says something crazy in the message. And so I'm Craig out, knows. I'm out fucking everybody I know. I can't answer the phone right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and we see Josh in his little computer lab and he has a mini fridge disguised as a computer which i thought was really cool very cool um where he has his beers uh so he's he grabs a beer and he's sitting in his office drinking it and um kelly comes to josh's office and since he can't be bribed by money she agrees to blow him in exchange for rigging the vote looking like cha-cha what was her name cha-cha Chacha. De, De Gregorio, De Gregorio. Something, Gregorio, something. It actually looks more like Rizzo's dress. Oh, right, right. That red and black, yeah. Right. It is a good look. And her hair is like super glittery. Did you notice how super glittery her hair was? Let's, let's talk about this for a second. Bitch says she spent $64 in the 80s for that hairstyle. <laughs> Yeah, and 35 of that was the glitter hairspray. <laughs> right. 
Like, what? Well, you could have just went to Shriver's and just done it up. And I loved having friends in Cosmo. That was, did you have any friends in Cosmo when you were in in school? I did not. You were missing out, man. That shit was great. Anytime I had like a BPA, like event or something that evening, I would use one of my free times, like one of my 24 art classes that I didn't need. I would go to Cosmo and just have them do me up. Um, for free, or for oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, it was really fun too. Cosmo did fundraisers where they did like prom fashion shows, where they would um, do girls' hair and makeup and auction off dresses to people. Yeah, that's cool. I did. I I walked in it once, maybe twice. I can't remember. But it was a lot of fun just going and like having them do your hair and then. Fucking, we were very spoiled too because we also grew up with someone who could do our hair for us. Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh my god, I hope she doesn't mind me telling this on the podcast. She doesn't listen to it. No one does. Um, <laughs> but Abby went and got her hair done recently, and it looks oh, great. I love it. I love it. It looks great, but she like just got she got it cut a little bit, right? Guess how much it cost. She got. A haircut and they like upsold her into buying some like fancy shampoo. Guess how much her total bill was? For just a haircut and shampoo? Mm-hmm. Hundred. Mm, yeah, it was like eighty some bucks. Fuck off. I was like, Abby. <laughs> I was like, just ask mom to do it. <laughs> She'll do it for me. <laughs> the only time I've ever paid somebody to do my hair was on my wedding day, and that's just because mom like I don't know what the fuck was doing everybody else's hair. I don't know. Mom was doing a bunch of shit. Running around doing all sorts of crap. You and I ended up going to a salon. Yeah. And that's the only time I've ever given anybody money to do my hair. And it was just like, I was like, fuck, I could do this myself. It was just curls. Yeah. They gave me a hell of a blowout, but then it ended up raining on us anyway, so all of our hair was all fucked up anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll never forget that. It was me and you drive it like we left the rest of the bridal party at the hotel and we went to get our hair done and we put on um Josh Groban and cried do you remember us crying yes we're like you're getting married <laughs> I remember we pulled back in I was I think I was already annoyed with mom because I feel like I was like I'm supposed to be the one getting your attention but fuck you whatever so I put we were just pulling into the parking lot and I had a cigarette in my hand which I was not smoking in your car but I was getting ready to and I open the door, and the first thing, Mom's smoking in the car. I'm like, Mother, I am not fucking smoking in the car. And it is my wedding day. And if I want to smoke in the car, let me smoke in the car. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a stressful day. Like, ladies, if you ain't done it, ladies, gentlemen, if you haven't done it yet, don't. Just go run and get married, and then tell all your friends to buy you something nice. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. The older I get, the more I I go back and forth on. If I ever do get married, which I probably won't, but if I ever do, I don't know what I want. I mean, I'm glad I have it because I look back and I'm like, you know, my grandparents were there. Yeah. Most of them. And, you know, there are people there that I'll never see again. But for the most part, like, keep it simple, stupid. That's just the best advice I can give you. 
keep it. Yeah. Simple. It's that feeling of being torn between wanting to spend money or not wanting to spend the money, but I still want a day that's about me. Then, <laughs> you know okay, I mean? well then here you go, because I don't remember it ever feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest regret. Like yeah. I don't remember ever feeling like that day was ever about me, but everybody was more worried about what they looked like or if they were going to find the booze that they want. Like, I don't know. It just never felt centric around me. And I don't know if it's because I wouldn't let it be because I'm like, I'll do everything. Just get the fuck back. And I know that's how I am, but don't do it. <laughs> let mom make you a cake. Yeah. All this because we were talking about Kelly's glittery hair. <laughs> already lost like 43 people they're like okay well, <laughs> i'm gonna take a shower maybe when i come back they'll actually be talking about the movie that's adorable that you think 43 people download this show <laughs> <laughs> they did because you're gonna be like look at these cities, cities. <laughs> so kelly's blowing josh <laughs> back in the movie Kelly's blowing Josh, and Josh is rigging the vote to make it look like Kelly wins. Vicky, in her possessed all-knowing power in the next room, knows what's going on, and she grabs an electrical cord that's on the wall, and in so doing, electrocutes Josh, and like lightning bolts shoot out of the computer and fry his eyeballs and his mouth and blah. Um, Kelly has left by this point. Um, but Vicky fries Josh and changes it back to Vicky winning. Um, so they announce that Vicky has won and she goes up on stage and she's crowned prom queen. And Bill, fucking Bill, is up in the rafters again. And fucking Bill shoots her. What was his thought process? <laughs> I don't know. This always bug. This is what bugs me most about the- what sh- you're going to shoot her. That's your. You're just going to kill Vicky because she's possessed. Like everything. That- everything from this point on, I'm sitting here with my hands in the air, going, "What?" <laughs> oh yeah, shit gets weird. <laughs> it's been weird, but now she gets really weird. So Bill fucking shoots her. She collapsed. Dude, wait, hang on. We've got this line. That guy in the audience looks over at Kelly and like, hey, Kelly, how'd you blow it? <laughs> I think, if I remember correctly, that was... Oh, that was some, a cameo from somebody. Um, he looked familiar. No, it was like someone who worked on the... Oh, that was the screenwriter. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, ooh, you threw that one in there nicely. <laughs> but that's the last thing I wrote down and then on the back I just wrote in the, I am confusion <laughs> America explain <laughs> <laughs> so let's try to break this down so Bill shoots her right Craig crawls up on stiff Craig arrives fucking Craig um, tardy to the party he crawls up on stage, and she's, like, laying there with a wound in her chest, dying. And he crawls on crawls on top of her. And um, then, 
there's no way to explain this just except to just say it. Mary Lou's burnt corpse bursts out of Vicky through the wounds in her chest. So these little bullet wounds. <laughs> here comes a fist. And then slowly <laughs> Mary Lou's burnt corpse unveils itself, just bursts out of her fucking chest like something from Alien. Um, and then she like decomposes in reverse. Would that reverse? be recomposes? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, recomposes. Yeah. Um, the first few images are kind of gross and creepy. Like as mm-hmm. she, yeah, I was like, what's happening? Yeah, because she's all burnt and crusty, and then she like gets gooey, and then she just oh, she's like, you know, decomposing in reverse. So she slowly turns back into like beautiful Mary Lou on stage and everyone's running around screaming and um, very carry and Mary Lou is using her powers to like make shit explode and she makes a light fixture fall and impales Kelly so Kelly's fucking dead and um, then she Mary Lou chases Craig into the basement and Craig is, like, trying to hide, like, where all the costumes and shit were. And he, like, opens up a trunk and sees someone's corpse. I think it's Josh. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's not where Josh is. Oh, he's inside the the Egyptian this, thing. Oh, the sarcophagus, yeah. Yeah. He, like, opens the sarcophagus and sees Josh's corpse. Josh's corpse talks to him, and he's like, you're a deep shit, man. And Craig, wah Um... And then fucking Craig is so goddamn stupid. He, <laughs> Vicky tricks him into <laughs> Vicky so slash Mary Lou. Stupid. Oh god. And he's so it's like she turns back into Vicky and is like, Craig, let me in, baby, baby. And he falls for it like fucking dipshit that he is. Her explode. Right. <laughs> Somebody come out from the inside of her. <laughs> and she comes and she's like, oh, I'm so, <laughs> so scared. Um, all my notes say is dumb bastard. (laughs) And then through the costume trunk, Mary Lou opens like a vortex to hell, question mark, question mark. And it's like trying to shove Craig into this vortex. And then, (laughs) it sounds so funny just like trying to explain it. And then Bill bursts in and he has the crown, right? So he takes the crown and he puts it on Mary Lou and kisses her, which is seem- seemingly appeases her spirit. And then they like explode. I... <laughs> question mark, question mark. I have fucking no. <laughs> and like, Vicky or Mary Lou and Bill kind of like explode and disappear. And then Vicky comes back to life through the trunk. <laughs> she comes through the the vortex. And she's covered in goo. <laughs> you know, like you are. Like you do. Like you do when you come from another dimension. She's all covered in goo. But she's alive and fine. And there's like cops. Every, they go to leave and every there's chaos. There's cops everywhere and ambulances and everyone's freaking out. And like... Craig and Vicky just walk out. 
A whole state, a whole fucking gymnasium of people just saw Vicky got shot and murdered. And then they just walk her, watch her walk out covered in goo and nobody says anything. <laughs> walk out of the school. And then Bill is magically back somehow, even though he just fucking exploded. And just fucking murdered somebody in front of a whole gymnasium. Again, no one pays attention. No one cares. No one I cares. So confusion. And like, how come half of the people can come back to life, but half of them don't? Right. It makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. So Bill takes Craig and Vicky and like puts them in the cars. Like, well, you know, we're going to get away from all this chaos so no one, you know, questions us. Um, but they get in the back seat. And Bill puts his hand around the back to the back seat, and they see that Bill is wearing Mary Lou's ring. And because Mary Lou is now possessing Bill. And in a very nightmare on Elm Street ending, um, drives off uh, with Craig and Vicky screaming in the back seat. And that's how the movie ends. Insanity. Cuckoo bananas. Like. <laughs> That's the only way to explain it. Cuckoo bananas. The final act of this movie is the most insane shit. And I've seen some fucked up shit. <laughs> but it's so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, By the end of it, how? what were you and Sam thinking? Did you enjoy the experience? Were you angry? What were, what were you thinking? I just, I think I was just pissed at the end because I'm like, I don't understand how she just gets to have somebody like climb out the middle of her and then she's okay. But then all these other people that are dead and talking to her and whatever, they're just, they're dead. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know why that stuck in my crawl so bad, but it did. But I, I hate it. You didn't really say a whole lot, but <laughs> I didn't hate it. Man, he, and he's the one that insisted that you watch it with him, so. I know. Well, we ended up taking, we started it, we got to the point where I told you to stop and watch. And um, then he's like, oh, toilet paper. And I was like, fuck. So I stopped away and got toilet paper. And by the time we resumed the movie, we were back in the bedroom. And I don't think he, I don't think he retained most of it. <laughs> oh, well. Can't blame them. It's hard. It's a lot to process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've finally, I've talked about it a, a million times, but I've f- finally started an official, physical, actual list of movies that I want to do to keep track of. Because every time it's time to pick a new movie, I'm just like, uh, oh. So I don't know what we're going to do next. I'm going to confer with the council. try to figure out what we're going to do next but thank you so much for enduring this movie (laughs) I appreciate it my thing was like I looked at it and I was like hour and 37 minutes alright I can do anything for like 90 minutes but longer than that (laughs) I checked that too I was like what's the runtime? what can I tell her to appease her (laughs) it's not long (laughs) Um, well, I think that about wraps it up on Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Um, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you look in the episode description, you will find our link tree that will link you to our social media pages. Um, you will also find our support page where you can support the pod with a one-time donation or sign up for a monthly patronage. Um, 
any amount that you like just shoot me 50 cents buy me a coffee just something really appreciate it <laughs> um please share the show with your friends and come back and see us in the next episode thank you again to Lacey for joining me no problem always a good time <laughs> and until next time we are the weirdos mister 